a university evacuation plan, potential fake fraud, and the Harry Dunn case progresses. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Wednesday, November 11th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we discuss the newly announced university evacuation plan, designed to get students home in time for the Christmas holidays. Between the 3rd and 9th of December, students will be given a travel window, which they can use to move home. This will be accompanied by a rapid test kit to indicate to them whether or not they have the virus. Additionally, all teaching will be made virtual from the 3rd of December. The government's universities minister stated that these dates were chosen because they come immediately after the November national lockdown, meaning that students should not pose much of a threat to their parents or communities in relation to the virus. Additionally, the date allows anyone who tests positive in this period to be able to self-isolate in the remaining weeks before Christmas, allowing even them to be able to spend the holidays at home with their families. This is undoubtedly good news for students, who've had to struggle with all sorts of things since moving back to university in September, including some universities putting metal fences around their accommodation to keep them in, some not getting three meals a day in halls, and some even being locked in small rooms for a month as their block had to self-isolate. In the second news story today, it seems that the president may be down a source in his quest to find evidence for electoral fraud. Today it's been claimed that Richard Hopkins has rescinded his allegation that a supervisor at the US Postal Service instructed him to backdate ballots that arrived late. Not only is it being claimed that he rescinded this allegation, but even admitted to fabricating the claims. This, if true, will come as a big blow to the president's hopes of re-election, as many key allies were using this claim to justify voter fraud that may have led to his opponent's victory. The reason we say this is being claimed is because in an article in the New York Post, Hopkins claims that he did not recant his statement at all, and that the original paper that broke the story didn't document what actually happened. This is a particularly strange situation, as the House Oversight Committee seems to have a conflicting version of events to Mr Hopkins, saying that he definitely did recant his case. We'll soon see exactly how the electoral fraud investigations progress from here, and you can find out more about the ongoing court cases in our video on the TLDR US channel, that's linked down below. In the final story today, we go back to a tragic case that occurred over a year ago. This is the Harry Dunn case, where a 19-year-old British teenager was hit while riding his motorbike by Anne Sekoulas, an American who was driving on the wrong side of the road. And tragically, Mr Dunn died of his injuries. As a result, Anne Sekoulas should have been arrested and charged with death by dangerous driving. However, as she's the wife of a CIA operative, she claimed that she had diplomatic immunity, which is where diplomats cannot be charged for breaking laws in the countries they work in unless such diplomatic immunity is rescinded by their home nation. The US did not drop her immunity, and in fact assisted her in fleeing the UK back to the US. This unsurprisingly caused great diplomatic tension between the two nations, with Mr Dunn's family pushing for her to face charges. However, today there's been an update. The UK High Court has today informed that Ms Sekoulas was never entitled to diplomatic immunity in the first place. According to the Foreign and Commonwealth Development Office, operatives' families are not entitled to diplomatic immunity. 
This was brought up by the family of Mr. Dunn, who claimed that the FCDO wrongly assumed that Mr. Koulos had diplomatic immunity. Whether this changes anything with the ongoing extradition request to see her face charges in the UK is still yet to be seen though. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.